At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hour number two of primetime action here on Beeson, Beeson.com. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We are looking at a, a maybe a loss. We might have a loser video for you, Kelly. Before the end of before before we get to maybe even hour number three here, we might have an out a loser video for you. There's plenty of time, plenty of time. Giants taking over with the ball right now. I believe Frank's even on this game with me. We're just trying to fight through the adversity here that the refs are giving us early on. And game. you do have uh, Matt Patricia, by the way, calling the plays apparently for the Patriots tonight after he spent his whole career as a defensive coach under Bill Belichick and then, of course, the head coaching stint with the Lions. But he is calling the play. Uh, another, oh, another flag, flag on the play, flag. but I think it might be going your way this time. The ref show. It's the ref show. It's the ref show early on. Here we yep. go. There we go. P.I. He hadn't been on TV in a while. He needs to. <laughs> need to get his face time. Oh, boy. Kelly, we only got a couple of games. What's going on in Major League Baseball? Yeah, right now it is just the two that we have in action out in the cornfield. Uh, we got the Cubs on top of the Reds, 3 to nothing. That game in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, and then it is one to nothing Red Sox right now, bottom of the third over the Orioles. You can find him covering the NFL and sports betting over on Yahoo Sports. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Yahoo Schwab. He is Frank Schwab. Frank, thanks for joining us, my man. You know, it's one of those things where 
I'm I'm regretting betting football because I'm already <laughs> sitting here angry, just like you got. Uh, like how, could the, how could the Titans fumble? How could they call that? Whatever. Why am I putting myself through this on August 11th? I shouldn't be. Uh, it's 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 it is. It's just so great, though. I mean, listen, it's back. We're happy it's back, and that's why we're firing on on, on preseason games here. But. So, Frank, I mean, listen, I know you are probably sick of answering this question, and I know we're probably all just trying to speculate here with this Browns deal and what's going to go on with Deshaun Watson, but kind of how are you handling this overall from a macro perspective from how are you looking at that division, whether he's gone six games, eight games, do you think he's going to be a year? Like, how are you looking at basically from a big picture here? I mean, at this point, I got I, I have to guess it's going to be a year. I, I mean, why would the NFL appeal, and they want a year, and they're kind of the ones running the appeal and not give them a year? Like, it just wouldn't make sense to me. And I know there was just that AP story, Tom Withers out there in Cleveland, great reporter, who said Watson's willing to accept eight games and $5 million. And I mean, maybe the NFL comes to that agreement, but why? What, what point is there? They, they run the show right now, and they've kind of called a shot, really. So I, I, I just have to assume Watson gets a year. And the one actionable way that I've been dealing with this is just loading up on the Ravens, to be honest. Like, I just, you can't do much with the Browns right now. There's still uncertainty. But even if Watson is with the Browns for beyond the six games, the final 11 games of the season, I still like the Ravens win the division. And now with the uncertainty there, I just find myself keeping out firing on the Ravens. I, I, that's the one way that I've kind of taken action on this because I just don't think Deshaun Watson is there. And I just don't think Jacoby Brissett is going to be a, a threat in that division. And speaking of the Ravens, trying to go to 21 and 0, mm. extend that streak. By the way, they are up seven enough. And Mike Davis with the touchdown, minus nine and a half, 33 and a half on the end game. If you want to get involved there, so Frank uh, on the Ravens here. Look, uh, Lamar representing himself, trying to you know get that deal going forward. Uh, what do you expect out of this team, though? They've got some talent there, but this is very young at receiver. Do you expect to see a lot of Mark Andrews early and often for Lamar as these receivers kind of get up to? speed yeah and I think a receiver thing is not as much of a concern for me because this offense is unlike the other 31 it really is it's a run-based offense with the quarterback being the biggest weapon in the run game and he loves the middle of the field he, he's not going to use his receivers that much anyway it's yes it would be awesome if he had better receivers that's not the case right now but I still have faith in Rashad Bateman I think he's a good player James Proche keeps getting a lot of positive uh, headlines in camp I think they're going to be good enough at receiver. And that's not a team of all the teams in the NFL. The one that really doesn't value them receiver that much is the Baltimore Ravens. They don't need Devontae Adams. They're not going to use him as much as he should. The bigger question I had is the pass rush. I mean, there's not one guy in that pass rush where I said, okay, that there's 12 sacks right there. But all the reports out of Ravens camp have been the pass rush is doing just fine. Look, I, I look at this team, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this, and every sharp better has listened to this and read about it, whatever. The Ravens weren't just injured last year. They were the most right. injured team that football outsiders has ever tracked going back to 2001. And even despite that, they're in the playoff race, and then they lose five games at the end of the year by a combined eight points. These things are just screaming regression. And with all that, they should have been about a 4-13 and team last year with all those injuries. They went 8-9. and To me, everybody who, say, who thinks that the Ravens had a disappointing year last year, no, they had a fantastic year last year. Given all the adversity, to still go 8-9 and was unbelievable to me. John Harbaugh is one of those guys I'm just always going to blindly bet on. He always wins. He's a great coach, a great organization. Love the draft they have. I think Lamar, for some reason, we're just kind of underappreciating him. He's 25 years old. 
he's getting better. He is. He's a great quarterback who should be peaking right now. Love the Ravens this year. I, I fired on them for division, for the over, for the Super Bowl. I fired on Lamar for MVP. I, I just am all in on this Ravens team. Frank, we take a look at the AFC South, and we know the Texans have no shot whatsoever. I think everyone believes that maybe the Jags are heading in the right direction, but probably a, at least a year away, if not a couple of years away there. So you, you kind of look at this as a two-team division between the Colts and the Titans. The Colts are still only minus 135 to win that division, where I feel like this Titans team is... I'm not going to say exponentially worse, but definitely worse than they were last year where they were lucky to be where they were anyway when you kind of look at the advanced stats and everything with this team. Is is 135 still basically like a bargain here on, on this Colts team? What am I missing? Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I got it a little bit earlier this offseason, pretty much around draft time, right after they dra- uh, traded A.J. Brown. I was looking up those futures, and I think I got the Colts about even. And it's still minus 135 doesn't bother me at all because I think this is the best team in the division. And I just think that... They're one of those teams that everything was in place except the quarterback. And I'm not saying Matt Ryan's going to be an MVP or anything this year, but they don't need that. They they need him to be a good, solid quarterback and better than Carson Wentz. And every report out of Indy is that, hey, the offense looks a lot crisper. The ball's coming out faster. Everybody's excited about Matt Ryan and how he's looked. And I buy into that. Look, some camp stuff is garbage. And you just you could ignore it all and just say that this is just guys out of practice who, you know, I mean, maybe just the defense stinks, right? That's why these quarterbacks look great. But no, I, I believe in this just because it all makes sense. Matt Ryan was in a terrible situation last year. Awful offensive line. No running game to help him. Calvin Ridley just flew the coop after five games into the season or whatever it was. Now he has a good offensive line, good coaching staff, best running back in football, unless you really, really like Derrick Henry still, and uh, number one receiver, Michael Pittman. Everything is better for Matt Ryan this year. I think he bounces back to be a good quarterback. Not great, not MVP, but he'll be good enough for them to win that division. Frank, one more on the Colts here because uh, we have been getting the reports that Matt Ryan's been crisp and camp and whatnot, but the defense is going to change. It is Gus Bradley now Mm -hmm. as the defensive coordinator. Uh, Historically, has been a little bit more want to bring blitzes than Matt Eberflus certainly was. Uh, What do you expect or what have you heard early on about this Colts defense? Yeah, it could be a little more pressure-based, but I don't know that their personnel is really set up for that. I think they're going to try to get a lot of push inside. I mean, DeForest Buckner is so huge into what they do, and I think that they they have enough guys in that defense that they can run, and he's giving Gus Bradley a smart guy. I don't think he's going to try to reinvent the wheel here. He'll, he'll tweak it to to you know play into his scheme, but I don't think that he's going and just saying, I, I'm in here, I'm going to change everything. It's been a, consistently a top-10 defense, and not a lot of stars on this defense. Darius Leonard or Shaquille Leonard, as he's going by now, mm. is a great linebacker. DeForest Buckner is great. They they do have some guys in the secondary, too, but mostly a no-name defense. I just think that he's going to go in there and say, you know what, this was working pretty well. I'm going to pretty much stick with what was working. Frank, if we take a look at week one, and this is th- something I've, I've mentioned here for about a week on the show, I want to see what you think about it. I mean, I kind of have a lean to the Bills anyway in that game against the Rams. It's sitting at two right now, so it's under a field goal. And I think there's not a – I mean, I think there's a non-zero chance here that 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 Matt that Matthew Stafford doesn't play in that game with this elbow thing that's going on with him. Is it is it too early for us to assume that Matthew Stafford might – miss a few games to start the season. I mean, if you're the Rams, wouldn't you just say, okay, we'll hold him out for a month and then we'll make sure that he's good to go here as opposed to maybe like testing it too early on, on him with this thing? I mean, I think that there's a chance he, he could miss week one, right? 
I don't think it's a high chance because he's throwing in practice and everybody's like, okay, he's throwing it fine. I think the difference is not necessarily if he's going to play or not play, but is he 80%? Is he 70%? I think he'll be out there. He's a tough dude. We've seen that throughout his career. The fact that he's practicing and throwing leads me to believe that he's going to be on the field in week one. But for a guy who relies so much on his arm strength, what if he's not 100%? That That's where it comes in. I was getting ready to, to bet the Rams in this game because I just think that it's one of those contrarian plays. Everybody's going to be on the Bills. Everybody loves the Bills. Well, it's still Los Angeles Rams at home raising the banner. You know, I mean, this is a it's still a tough spot for the Bills to be in. But now, I, so if you like the Bills, bet them now because you're right. It might come out. Maybe Stafford just it kind of lingers for a while. They shut him down. He doesn't play, or he's he's you know is somehow compromised. Then you're getting valued under a field goal. But if you're like me and have kind of leaning towards the Rams. He, you're just waiting and, and trying to see what's up with Stafford before doing anything with this game. Frank got about 45 seconds left. Uh, looking at that week one card, and we just talked about one road favorite there in the Bills. There are 10 road favorites in 16 games. <laughs> we all know that all these 10 road favorites are not only not going to cover, but not going to win. What of these home dogs are kind of attractive to you at this standpoint? Vikings, easy. That, that's probably my number one play on the board. Although I, I do like the Cowboys too. I think the Cowboys. Look, the Brady stuff is a little strange right now too. Like if if you like the Cowboys like I do, bet it now because maybe it maybe that line completely changes if there's something's going on with Brady that we don't know about. But the Vikings just stand out to me. New coach, so they're going to be had that sur- element of surprise. The, I think the Packers are going to be trying to figure out who they are early in the season, and they never play well in Minnesota. I go back with. Back in the old, old days when I was a Packers fan, Brett Favre would go in there. Great teams, better teams. They get beat every time in the Metrodome. It's it just moved over to the new stadium, and they have a tough time there. So absolutely the Vikings, my number one road uh, or home uh, underdog in week one. But there's, I bet if you, if you just blindly took all the home underdogs week one, you would do just fine. You can find him over on Yahoo covering the NFL and sports betting. Over there. You can find him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. He is Frank Schwab. Thanks for the time tonight, my man. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Frank. More runs in Boston, 3-0 now in favor of the Red Sox over the Orioles. And the reason I keep bringing this up, Wes, is because the Orioles are actually in the playoff race right now. So this is something we are keeping an eye on for sure. 32 teams and 32 shows when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. It's primetime action here on Beeson. Matt, Wes, Kelly and his bang. Bang. We are uh, sampling bang. Uh, Rainbow Unicorn tonight. That's what we're going with. Rainbow Unicorn. What flavor would you say Rainbow Unicorn is closest to? Um, It tastes like Skittles melted with, uh, I don't know, banana. So it's it's like a, it's like a. Like a fruit punch? It's kinda? yeah, it's like a punch to my brain of of, of a bunch of different flavors. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. It, it's okay. All right. It's you no know, blue raz. You wouldn't get it again. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't you would make a play, Teron! Oh, here we so, go. Oh. So Bang oh, will not oh, be he, a sponsor for this show. He, he, he almost made a play or thrown it to the other team right he there. Did. Yeah. <laughs> he did almost make a play. There's no doubt about that. It's okay, there's another flag down. I believe the eleventh of uh of this first half. Six twenty seven still left to go in the first half. What do we have in the other game? Because we don't have that on the screen. Uh, seven nothing at the end of the first quarter, but the Titans do have first and goal at the seven yard line to start the second period. Uh, and uh, also one baseball update because we saw this over the break. Looked like he tried to walk off on his own power, was able to do so, but in some pain. That being Wilson Contreras, who was uh, trying to put on the brakes as he rounded second, his ankle he went down in a heap. Looked like it folded in half. I know he he rolled the hell out of it, but mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, you know, at least he was. Was able, you know, he didn't have to have total help off the field and was able to kind of walk it off. But I know he's in pain, but still three to nothing. The Cubs in the top of the third with a runner on over the Cincinnati Reds. Tyler Huntley, six of seven for 31 yards in the game for Baltimore. Mike Davis with five rushes, 22 yards and a touchdown. And nobody has even gotten 10 yards receiving for for Baltimore in that one, so nobody of note. Malik Willis, though, has him first and goal at the seven to start the second quarter. Malik Willis, two of five for 30 yards so far. Their leading rusher is Julius Chestnut. I cannot confirm nor deny any relation to Joey Chestnut. I just know that it is Julius Chestnut who has three carries for 34 yards in this one. 
three carries for 34 for Julius Chestnut. Scarfing down the yards like Chestnut (laughs) scarfs down hot dogs and shrimp cocktail or whatever else. Everything, yeah, and all the other stuff that he, all the other stuff. Hassan Haskins, one catch for 18 yards. And also, Julius Chestnut also has a catch for 12 yards in this thing. So. That is the yardage there for Tennessee. Trying to make a ball club down there in Nashville. Yes, yes. We will uh, we'll continue to monitor that one for you guys. Malik Willis, of course, getting the start for Tennessee. But uh, it is Giants, time. couple big plays here. Couple Uh-oh. big plays. Kelly, what you need you need them to milk this drive like for, that, to the, for the whole rest of the half. Yes, yeah. yeah good point. I, yeah, milk the clock and then we gotta put it in the end zone. But yeah, it was a it was a third and ten, deflected off one wide receiver, right into the arms of another one. So for the first down, and then Taraj just hit a nice crosser on that one. First and 10 from the Patriots, 33, working their way down a little, a little bit check further. check down action. About second and five from the 25 now. You, you, didn't, you, didn't use the, uh, you didn't use the old, exactly how they drew it up, like everyone says. <laughs> you know, like any time a play goes haywire, like exactly like they drew it, it up. It was one of those, uh, Tarad let one go high over the middle and three defenders tried to close in on it. They all missed, and then there was uh, just a, a receiver sitting by himself right behind them all. Worked out pretty well. Well, you've got... Not how they drew it up, not the pass they wanted Tarad Taylor to throw. I can tell you that much. It is about 442 left in the half, and you are going to want them to not settle for a field goal Yes, here. that would be ideal. We're going to need we're gonna need them to keep the foot on the old gas here. and I'm already upset about them settling for a field goal the first time around, so yeah, this one would really not be good. Looks like we also have a touchdown run for Malik Willis, oh. the uh, out of Liberty. So uh, they are about to tie that up. So uh, Malik Willis, I believe, from seven yards out gets the Titans on the board. That was a that was an interesting game. You you were you you walked in the studio West before we went on air and said, "Am I going to pull the trigger on the Titans? I cannot decide if I'm going to do it." I assume you ended up not. I did not. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Malik Willis, uh, nice run, nice scramble on the left end for seven yards. So uh, Titans going to try to tie it up in Baltimore. Two but- for nine on the ground for Malik Willis. Two for five in the air for thirty yards. Let's continue on with 32 teams and 32 shows. Oh, yeah. Fire it up. We're going down to the heat of Arizona. Can the Cardinals sneak into the playoff picture once again this year? That's good. Did you? T- I kind of didn't know where I was going. I was going to say, <laughs> you were making that up on the fly, and it worked. Hey, it worked. I made like, it up on the fly for sure. I did. I did. I saw the little, I saw the hamster on the wheel. I saw you guys. I saw it turning, and you know what? It worked out well. It worked out well. Bravo, my friend. Bravo. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, 11-6 and six last year, second in the NFC West, lost in the wild card round to the Rams. Started off like a ball of fire, this team, and then, Slowed down as the season went on. Started off seven and zero. Closed things out four and six on the year. That was a playoff. Uh, that was a playoff berth for them, though, for the first time since 2015. Cliff Kingsbury, of course, is your head coach. Also calls the plays for this squad. Vance Joseph is your defensive coordinator. So the one thing kind of looming here, West, as we head into the season with this team is DeAndre Hopkins suspended. Mm-hmm for the first six games of the season. So you are going to have, you know, arguably the best hands in all of the NFL, arguably a top five receiver in all of the NFL, not on that, you know, not playing for this team for the first six games of the year in a very, very competitive division as it is anyway. So I, 
I'm not going to say that DeAndre Hopkins not being out there for the first 60 games is some sort of death sentence for this team at all, but it certainly makes everything much harder. Well, it's a big loss, yeah. and you're probably going to see Kingsbury and company on offense really change the game plan a little bit because – as a whole, I like the receiver core, especially the younger guys. Now, I've never really been a huge Hollywood Brown guy, but he's going to have to produce, and he's going to have to be maybe the one deep threat that they're going to have down the field. I think A.J. Green, kind of a possession Touchdown receiver at this standpoint. Oh, we sorry, interrupt this program. Oh, too much time. Too much time. Too much time. We'll have to too much time. Too much time. Sorry, Wes. I got really excited there. No, that's okay. Now, uh, 9-7, to seven, by the way. Extra point going to be pending. But back to the Arizona Cardinals. Green, I think, is a possession receiver at this point. But I kind of like these young guys that they have these underneath receivers that I think can be speed guys that you can get in the slot, short, intermediate passing game. A guy like Rondale Moore out of Purdue, mm-hmm. who's in his second year. Greg Dorch, who, remember, he was a machine down at Wake Forest a couple years ago. Andy Isabella out of UMass. So they've got some good like receivers that I think could kind of work the middle of the field and work the slot. So you might see Kyler as he tries to develop some timing now with Hollywood Brown. You might see him, you know, do that a little bit. And they've got a couple good tight ends. They drafted the kid McBride out of Colorado mm-hmm. State in the second round. And I'm, I'm sure you're going to see some double tight formations with him and also Zach Ertz, Mac William, Max Williams, the former Baltimore Raven, also there. So they've got some good patch catchers. I do think that this is a huge loss with Hopkins. Of course, they did lose Christian Kirk as well into free agency. But I don't know how precipitous the drop off is going to be right away. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where, you know what is a what does a guy like DeAndre Hopkins really mean to an offense? And you look at his stats, and it's one of those things where West, like you know, the stats aren't always telling the entire tale because mm-hmm. you have to account for DeAndre Hopkins when right. he's out on the field. And so even though the counting stats might not necessarily be there, the defenses have to figure out how to stop him. And the him. fact so, they'll be double covered on yeah. a fair amount of uh, possessions. So, yeah, it is it is going to be a loss. I think that they have the adjustment just maybe with the play calling, like I was saying, with some of those quick, like, real small guys, which Isabella, Moore, and Dorch, those guys are not very big target receivers, but those are guys that if they can get in space can break one for you. There was some injury concern with Hopkins last year as well. So he played in 10 games for this Cardinals squad in 2021. They had the fourth overall offense EPA per play whenever Hopkins was on the field. They were 18th mm-hmm. when he was not on the field. So that tells you just, again, it's not necessarily the, the stats on the page that, that tell the whole story sometimes. You have to account for DeAndre Hopkins when he's out there. And again, this offense was fourth. EPA per play, when he was out there for the 10 games last year, when he was not, they were 18th overall. So if we take a look at what they did in the offseason, you mentioned traded for wide receiver Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. They signed right guard Will Hernandez as well. They got linebacker Nick Vigil, and they also got Daryl Williams running back from the Chiefs, who ended up playing a pretty good amount for the Chiefs last year with all mm-hmm. the injuries that they had at the running back position. So they, they end up getting Daryl Williams as well. On the way out, though, some pretty significant losses for this squad. And when you start to look at where are they going to fill the holes, I think that is the real question here for this team as we head in to the year because you lose Chandler Jones, one of the very best pass rushers in all of the NFL. You lose Christian Kirk, and listen, he is not, he, you know, he's not a he's not a top 20 receiver or anything like that, but I certainly believe that him being able to stretch the field, what he was able to do in the slot, I think is is something that this team 
will certainly miss. Jordan Phillips on the defensive line is going to be gone. Jordan Hicks at the linebacker position, also gone. Max Garcia, left guard, is out of town. And then Chase Edmonds, of course, no longer there anymore either. In the draft, they had no first-round pick. They took a tight end in Trey McBride in the second round. They took defensive defensive end in Cameron Thomas in the third round. Another defensive end and Majai Sanders in the third round. And then they had no fourth or fifth round picks either. So it was kind of a, a very short draft for them as well as a short free agency period. So we'll see what that all adds up to here from a projection standpoint for this Cardinal squad and see what we think about if there's any bets to make on this team. We continue 32 teams and 32 shows on the other side. College football betting guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple of weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus our best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early. Discounted rate of $175. You're going to get the college and the pro football betting guide along with everything that we do over on VEASAN.com, all access through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for 40 bucks a month if you're that type of person, but I, I don't think you are. I think you're the more the, the $175 person. Mm-hmm. You're all in. You want to win this football season, and you're just going to go ahead and save yourself some money and lock us in through the Super Bowl. That's right. That's what they're going to do. And as always, drink with Sprunk. Head on over to VEASAN.com <laughs> slash subscribe for all your options to become a part of the Sports Betting Network. And as always, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. That's what we do here on the show. Wes, you said uh, the Titans on the move again. Yeah, Malik Willis uh, has him inside the red zone. Uh, now going to take a sack, though, third and 14 from the uh, 21. A uh, couple nice throws on this drive. Had a sidearm throw that was an absolute dime for 28 yards. So uh, Titans, at least in scoring position, looking to take the lead middle of the second quarter. Punt that ball. Punt okay. that ball, Pats. Okay. Run the clock out. Oh, block in the back. That flag's coming. The only time, Kelly, we're ever going to root for inc- being incredibly conservative. That's right. Just run it straight into the locker room. Yeah. Let's go. Just run it right into the gut. Just take three Three deep. times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and let's do it. And let's get home the first cashed football bet of the season. That would be a good feeling. It always feels good, feeling. good to win the first one. Yeah, that would be a good feeling. Yeah, it was a good news-based bet. These are the only times that I would bet preseason. Is when you actually feel you have a leg up on the book. I beat the book to what a number shift that we saw. I, I'm laying one for the first half. Uh, Wes, we saw three, three and a yeah. halves in the first that, half. That's of the this whole game. thing in the preseason, guys. You know, you got to get these numbers very early because they're going to move, and it's not going to take a lot of money necessarily to move them. Uh, you'll have some sharp betters that might beat the books of the market, but a lot of times the books are just going to move it yep. because you're getting the news basically now at the same time when these are released. It's you know one Adam Schefter tweet or one beat writer tweet for one of these teams, and that's going to get it done. Uh, by the way, field goal for the ten. Tennessee Titans, uh, Randy Bullock, 33 yards out. Now 10-7, to 7, about 8-19 left to go in the first half. Well, this is what we love to see right here. Yeah, but why are they rushing the clock? Like, slow it down, man. Milk the clock. 
Oh, you should you should you shouldn't have even needed to putt, man. Like just three downs, yeah, run the ball. Obviously, in preseason too. Like what are they they're doing? Not, they're not using timeouts. There's 25 seconds left on the play clock. Oh, Kelly. no fumble, no fumble, no oh, fumble. I'm like, come on, hit the ground. I know, scream, and, screaming, hit and, the ground. And look, that's one thing too in preseason betting. You got to take into account. I know it seems obvious and and very simple, but situations are a lot different. You know, in in a regular season game, you'd see Bill Belichick using his timeouts. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see that here in the preseason. So, you said this closed three three and a half first half. Yeah, I think I think it got it, it was matching the game line, if not more. Yeah, first half. Uh, mostly threes out there. There were some threes minus one fifteen, and then some flat threes. But I was looking at money line this morning, and I was like, I wish I would have got that one fifty. I didn't end up getting involved. I think the money line ended up closing about one eighty five, top of the market, and actually one ninety at DraftKings. So yeah, we got some people out there right now hoping for a bomb field goal attempt. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people holding threes. That's for sure. Yeah, they're looking for this, like, hey, move the ball, and let's try. Oh, oh, they might get their wish. Oh, uh, flag, come on. No Where's it at? Flag. No, no flag. No man, flag. that was some distance under that throw from Terod there, though. Yeah, man, and that was easy. See how easy that was? He's uh, He Look has bounced back from getting that needle in the lung. So finishing off here, looking at football outsiders, what they had to say about this team last year. Interestingly enough, 10th overall DVOA in 2021, 15th offense, 6th defense, and then the 20th ranked special teams. If we look at the projections for this year of this team, they have them at a mean projection of 7.7 wins. So you can see their win total sitting at 8.5. Football Outsiders has them nearly a full game under that. If you, They have them at 0-5 to five wins in 21% of the simulations out there. So they run this thing a million times, and 21% of the time, this Cardinals team fell between zero and five wins, six to eight wins, 42% of the time, the overwhelming majority playoff contender kind of in that nine to 11 range, 29% of the time. They had them making the postseason just 32% of the time in those simulations. So again, that's not the end-all be-all, but they did simulate the season a million times, and this Cardinals team only made the playoffs 32.1% of the time. The In those projections and in those simulations, it had them as the 21st overall DVOA team in 2022. They came out with the 17th offense and the 28th defense. And I think what we see here, Wes, with that is just the fact on the defensive side of the ball. You lose a guy like Chandler Jones, and now you're looking at a defensive line in which, yeah, J.J. Watt, when healthy, mm-hmm. is still a difference maker. He had an 18% pass rush win rate when he was healthy last year, which was fifth amongst all interior defensive linemen last year. But the problem is is he's getting to that age and yeah. he's gotten to that point in his career where he misses a few games about every single season now. And so outside of J.J. Watt, there's just not a lot of talent on the defensive line. And then if you look at the secondary – it might be even worse, right? I mean, you're talking about Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson and Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. I mean, it's just a it's a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of guys that are just kind of middle of the pack or lower than middle of the pack. And so I think this defense could really, really struggle this year, which is why I just don't have really any love for this team whatsoever. I mean, even at a division odds of, of four to one, 
I can't even begin to pull the trigger. On yeah, I can't really either. I think probably the stalwart group of the defense is going to be the linebacking car. Mm. Or Isaiah Simmons now yeah. in his third year out of Clemson, the former first rounder. Zaven Collins, Marcus Golden comes over from the Giants. So the linebacking core, I think, should be solid. But I'm just looking. Now they didn't really replace Chandler Jones. No. Uh, and, and now just looking at it, it's like there's not a lot of proven pass rush there outside of J.J. Watts. So this was a team last year by the way, that the defense in terms of just the pure numbers, not getting any advanced DVOA or anything like that, 11th in points allowed, 11th in total yards, 7th in turnovers for. Mm -hmm. So they kind of did live off turnovers a little bit. What's going to happen when they're not able to do that? And that's what concerns me about this team. And plus the fact that, look, we've kind of seen what Arizona does. They usually get off to fast starts and then they fade like they did last year. Can't, you know, not guaranteed to get off to a fast start necessarily at this schedule. You got the Chiefs at, mm-hmm. at home, granted, but you got that. You have at the Raiders, you have the Rams. Now we'll see what the Rams are going to look like. I'm guessing that Matthew Stafford is going to be ready for the opener, even though they are sitting John Wolford in the preseason. So you're like, okay, is is it where there's smoke, right. there's fire? And that what kind of concerns me. Panthers up. Uh, you know, we'll see if they're going to be improved. I think you get very diverse opinions on that team, and a lot of that's going to depend on if Christian McCaffrey can finally stay healthy. Maybe this is the Baker Mayfield prove everybody wrong here, and they're going to be upgraded on offense. They're going to need to be, or Matt Rule is going to be sent packing yeah. and looking for work. And you look at this ninth toughest schedule as we head into 2022, and it's because it really starts to beef up there after you get through those first six weeks. I mean, Outside of which we consider, I, I mean, I personally consider S- Seattle to be one of the weakest teams in the NFL this mm-hmm. year, and then the Falcons as well. Outside of that, Wes, this is going, they're going to be dogs or very, very slight favorites in the rest of those, but they're in the, they're in that game on the rest of that ske- rest of that schedule after week six, right? Outside of Seattle and, and uh, Atlanta, where they're going to be more than a, a two-point favorite Mm -hmm. in in any of those. I mean, like, this is – so it's going to be just tooth and nail every single game for this squad. And, Kelly, I look at this, and, I mean, I I can't – I couldn't do anything but play a win total under here for for this team because I think that they come out of that first first stretch probably losing one of these games that maybe we think they could win, you know. And so – with they could easily be two and yeah. four in those first six I games. I think that the, I think the only play here, and this is kind of a little bit like we talked about um, last night with the Niners. It's it's just, I think you know we discussed. Hey, is the Stafford thing something to watch, and is it something that could maybe plague him all season? We talked a little bit earlier this week mm-hmm. and all last week of maybe the Cardinals is worse, like just a longer bomb division play. But maybe what it is, Matt, is you wait you wait through those first few games, and, and you know you hope to see a competitive. Cardinals team, right? But if they drop a few of those, maybe then you just take a shot on a bomb division price yeah, at you know maybe so maybe seven eight like that. to one mm-hmm. and hope that it's, Stafford thing is an issue. It's just it's all these positional units too. Even on the offensive side, West. I mean, this is an old offensive line. I mean, I'm going to read you these names and everybody. Even if you don't know football, you're going to yeah, DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson. I mean, Kelvin Beecham, these guys have been around forever. And so, you know, there's very few Andrew Whitworths that were still right. good at 38 years old. And so you look at Pew and Hudson and Beecham, like these guys are all on the bad side of the career arc here. And so it's an old offensive line on top of that as well. It's just, 
it's hard for me to buy into really really anything with the squad. Beecham right now, 33. Justin Pugh, 31. Mm-hmm. So these are guys, as you were mentioning, all in their 30s. They did sign Will Hernandez, who's only 26, a Las Vegas uh, resident, by the way, out of Chaparral High School. Maybe he can kind of help them out. He's going to need to at least early on. Nothing for me on this Cardinals team. Um, I, I wish I could find a reason to want to bet them 4-1 to to win the division. I just can't quite get there. We'll update everything going on in the world of sports on the other side. It's primetime action here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Splitting bets! Want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? Well, guess what? We got that for you. And it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Basically live. Basically live when it comes to the betting splits. 
Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public. Opinion you can check out, not just today's action. You can also see events in the future. That's right. As well. You can look into the future. I'm, I'm going to guess the sportsbooks had a good day on the, uh, the first-round leader bets uh, at the old St. Jude, considering a quarter of the money was on Tom Kim. Yeah, we will. We will talk to St. Jude here in just a bit. So betting splits, just another way VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over at VEASAN.com. And as always, drink responsibly. What we do here on the program. As always. Yes. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to be that guy just like Twitter is right now. Hey, Ryan Tannehill, look, watch out for your job, bro. Oh. Just like I was saying a few years yeah. ago to Marcus Mariota when Ryan Tannehill oh. took that gig. Yeah, give me that yeah, sweet, not, sweet cash not, winner video. Bring it back, baby. Yeah. We have to have the first 10 NFL seven winner of the year. Uh, I love that like the juggler, man. He kind of resembles Patrick Everson a little bit, <laughs> a little bit in the face. A, a much larger Patrick Everson. Patrick Everson in much better shape. I want to see guy. Everson juggle like that. Come on, man. I've never seen that before. Kelly with the first. NFL winner of the year. Straight cash on the show. Let's let's may it be the first of hundreds. I mean, what? First half Obviously, total. I'm betting every preseason game now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It's so easy. You know what you should try and do? There was only 14 flags in that first half. You should try to win every preseason bet you make. <laughs> I should try to do you, that. You, you should, should have also gotten the under in the first half if you did bet it. I think it was 18, 17 and a half. There were a couple 17s out there. Like we say, try to bet these preseason games early. Every number is going to matter because there were some late 17 show and then three pretty much across the board. So if you wait till right before kickoff, you didn't get the best of it. 13 flags. In that first, 13 penalties, so probably even more flags that were declined. 13 penalties in that first half of that game. Terod Taylor, 13 of 21 for 129 yards. Daniel Jones did start for the Giants, 6 of 10 for 69 yards. And, you know, look, guys, it's preseason. Patriots not playing some starters and stuff. I thought Daniel Jones looked fine. Yeah. I thought the offense looked fine. Yeah. yeah. You know? Terod Taylor, too. Yeah. Uh, move, moving the ball a little bit there. Brian Hoyer started for the Patriots. He went 5 of 8 for 59 yards. Bailey Zappi in there now. 3 of 9 for 16 for him. 267 yards in that first half, by the way, for the New York football Giants. 190 through the air. Mainly Taylor, 13, 21, mm-hmm. 129 and a touchdown. But Daniel Jones, 6 of 10, 69 yards, did take one sack. So uh, nice offensive output for Brian Dable in his first game as coach of the New York Giants. Colin Johnson, your preseason hero, if you are, uh, if you were probably not, probably couldn't find anywhere that had up any lines or anything like that as far as, as props go. Seven catches and 83 yards in the first half of this one. Richie James, three for 44 and a touchdown. And we did get some starters, you know, on the skill positions as well. Darius Slayton was out there. He had a catch. Saquon Barkley was out there. He had a catch. Kenny Galladay was out there. He had a catch. A couple drops as too. well. Yep. Galladay? Oh, yeah. Galladay had a couple bad drops, actually. What's wrong with this guy? I got an over. Uh, listen, I got an alt over on this team. All right, you got to be catching the ball. <laughs> yeah, right? you need him to finally be the Kenny Galladay. Is it the Kenny Galladay and Allen Robinson years that we were hoping to see? Right? Maybe right. won't be so. I mean, like, come on, man. We're trying to get some stuff done. Oh boy, Boston holds a three to nothing lead. There are two men on for Baltimore in the top of the sixth. Oh man, yeah. Where's where's, who, where's my clicker? Where's who, the clicker? At? Who is stepping into the box right now? Does anybody just say clicker anymore? Mount Castle! It's about to be a tie game. It's about to be a tie game. There it is! Oh, he rolled over it. Oh, I got I got it on and behind you. 
Is that a double play? Uh, it does beat out the throw at first. So well, of course, because Mountcastle always hustles. So he just rolled over it. He so, just rolled over it. It's one thing you can always count on. He's Les. mad. He's, he's so mad at himself. So He just rolled over it. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. It really was. Cubs have added another run, 4 nothing. Yeah, the field of dreams, the field of nightmares right now for mm-hmm. the Reds. Nothing doing offensively. No balls have come out of the ballpark. Remember last year there were eight home runs yeah. between the White Sox and the Yankees. Uh, so far, nothing doing. Cubs uh, getting plenty of guys on the base paths, though. 4 nothing, one out, bottom of the fourth. Yeah, just just 400 to center there uh, at, this, at this ballpark. As you mentioned, nobody getting it done with the long ball in this thing. Um, Live numbers on those games right now. Uh, Red Sox, 3 nothing that game in the six. Minus 950 on the money line for the Red Sox. Uh, plus 575 if you did want to get involved on the Baltimore side. Uh, six and a half the live total. And then you got the Cubs, 4 nothing over the Reds right now in the field of nightmares, as Wes called it. Uh, Reds, 8-1 to one live on the money line. 8.5 your live total. If you're looking for a little preseason in-game action, uh, at the half, Giants, uh, live betting favorites, laying 2.5 at minus 130. You could also lay minus 175 on the money line. 33.5 is the live total. Two-minute warning uh, in that game between the Titans and the Ravens. That is 10-7 to seven, Tennessee. The Ravens laying one and a half live, 35 is your live total. 16 and a half for the second half might be worth a little bit of a look if you want to do that. Starting to see that get juiced to the under at a couple of uh, these sharper books, I would call them uh, on the screen. So pretty much 16 and a half across the board, but now starting to see some 16, so some money coming on the under. A couple of baseball news and notes here. We talked about that Schwarber injury from earlier today. Officially day-to-day with a calf strain. So that is going to be the official designation here day-to-day with a calf strain. And the Mariners activated Julio Rodriguez off of the IL. So now you get this team kind of at full strength mm-hmm. for the first time with uh, with both Hanniger and Julio Rodriguez in the lineup. Of course, this is got to make a move. Jared Kelnick gets sent, sent down in uh, the activation of Julio Rodriguez. Kelnick, I mean, look, all the potential in the world, but, I mean, he goes down to AAA, and he puts up AAA stats, and then he comes up to the bigs, and for whatever reason, Wes, whatever it is, I mean, still one of the top 30 prospects in all of baseball, but just cannot get it done whatsoever. I mean, 452 OPS and yeah. 113 at-bats in 2022. I mean, just just, just atrocious numbers. Jesse Winker also battling mm. a little bit of a back injury. Of course, he came over in that trade with Eugenio Suarez from the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, he is questionable for tomorrow. Seattle, though, going to have a three-game set down in Arlington with the Rangers. Fernando Tatis Jr. got a – it was a scheduled day off today for him and his rehab stint, but he is – Back, we'll be back in the lineup on Friday. It's looking like now, I mean, this is heated up here, Wes. It looks like Tatis could could rejoin this team sometime in the next week to 10 days. And now this Padres squad that everybody likes, this lineup that they're rolling out now, imagine the lineup, what it's going to look like when Tatis comes back. Mm-hmm. You are going to have a – you are going to have a – 
a stretch in this lineup where you've got to get through Soto, Tatis, and Machado back to back to back, and that is going to be a tough ask for any pitcher in the in, in Major League Baseball. It doesn't matter how good they are. And that's one of the reasons I asked Adam Burke when he joined mm-hmm. us earlier in the show. You look at the schedule, Matt. Uh, they have a set with the Nationals, a set with the Marlins, another set with the Nationals, a four-gamer. They get two games in Petco with the Guardians, and then they get a set with the Royals and a set with the Giants to end the month. So you only got two games all month against teams with winning record, that being the Cleveland Guardians, so there's opportunity for the Padres, so I was wondering, okay, is this 7-1 to for the pennant? I would like a little bit more, but is this the bottom you're going to get? Because all of a sudden, if this team goes like, you know, let's say 12-4 and four, the next 16 mm-hmm. games or 13-3, and three, then all of a sudden you're getting 5-1 to one to start Labor Day. Yeah, it is. It is super, super interesting here as we head, like this, this Mariners team, I think it's one of those that Everybody has started to kind of buy in a little bit. I have a preseason yes to make the playoffs on them, so hopefully they can they can continue to uh, you know live up to what everyone kind of thought as far as a potential aspect. But oh boy, someone hit a homer. It's three three. Someone hit a homer for the Orioles. Yeah, they just went to break. It, it actually, I was looking Mount at Castle. the mo- I was looking at the monitor up there to see what two was happening. Two run triple and then a single. Oh, yes. okay, all right. A two-run triple. Yeah, it was Bavra with the okay. triple that scored uh, Mount Castle and uh, Ruchman. So uh, all of a sudden, three to three, going to the bottom of the six in Fenway Park. You can't stop this Orioles team, baby. Can't stop, won't stop. So you don't have a baseball team, Kelly, and I don't have a baseball team. So can yeah. our team for the rest of this year be the Orioles? Obviously. All right. Yeah, I thought it already was. Fifty-eight and fifty-two. They are <laughs> currently in the playoffs. If they started today, Orioles. That's our team for the rest of the season. I just got to get familiar with the rest of the lineup outside of Ryan Mountcastle. Because <laughs> I don't, Cedric I don't know, Mullins. I don't know many of these other guys, man. <laughs> Adley Rutschman, you know him. Meh, we that, talked about that's it. a stretch. Rugnet Odor, you remember that name? Yeah, I do remember that one. Yes, that one I remember. I don't know what uh, Santander. You remember that? You I don't know yeah. what a Jay Mateo is. <laughs> I like that. There's a Vavra. <laughs> It's, a, it's like Favre. Oh man, <laughs> Jorge Mateo would be who you are who you are speaking. Of. Yeah, Jay Mateo, great shortstop. Yes. Over two tonight. <laughs> You're like, I'm just letting everyone know, guys. Over two tonight, so it is what it is. Julian Edlow from over at DraftKings is going to join us at the top of the hour. Here we're going to talk some NFL futures, maybe a little NFL preseason as well. Primetime action, final hour coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.